Cut the music. Okay, the show is officially starting. Boy, how wonderful it is to be here in front of all you unattractive, hideous, ugly, lazy-eyed, loves park losers today. That's right. That's called bringing the heat. In case nobody was keen on that, that wasn't an exactly insult to anybody. My name is Phil Nelson, and welcome to the Stand Up Slam Comedy Show. Everybody at the bar, my name is Phil Nelson, and welcome to Stand Up Slam. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a competition-style comedy show. If you have not yet received a voting ballot, please... God. Can you see this? Nobody... Disrespectful. If you have not yet received a ballot, please see my friend, Alonis Parka. He will guide you to the ballots. Like I said, this is a voting-style show. You will vote for your favorite two comics of the night, and then they will be awarded the grand prize of the Midwest Comedy Championship belt. Yeah! Yeah! Okay. That's official. That is official. Uh, each comic will get ten minutes. So please, these people have traveled from a far distance. Give them a little bit of respect. Only ten minutes is all I'm asking. They've traveled far and wide to be here to entertain you. These people have no lives. This is what they do. I'm a retired professional wrestler. I'm hanging out with Love's Park on Wednesday night. I'm a very lucky man. Very well endowed, very lucky. A lot of good things going for Phil Wilson. Oh man, let's see here. Let's get this out. I've never once seen a coffee table that I didn't want to put somebody through. A lot of wrestling humor tonight, folks. Get with me here. Zone out. That's all I got to say. Uh, I had a dream last night that I won the Mega Millions Lotto. Guess you could say that was a million dollar dream. Yeah. Alright, we're going to keep these singers coming. Oh, some people enjoy a New York strip or a Philly cheesesteak. I'm more of a Boston Crab kind of guy. They say Rey Mysterio Jr. is returning to wrestling. It's amazing. Last match I seen that guy in, he killed. Oh. Yeah. That, alright. <laughs> That's just facts, ladies and gentlemen. There's not even a joke about that one. Oh. There's a current wrestler from the ECW era named Justin Credible who has had some trouble with the law lately. He's recently changed his name to Justin Carcerated. <laughs> no man. Just incarcerated. Alright, we'll just keep these bad boys coming. Oh man, you guys, this is wonderful, right? It's still real to me, damn it. I just can't believe it. Another wrestling style quote there. Phil Nelson. Okay, that was that all you can eat buffet with a friend George the Animal Steel a while back. And he got upset when they told him they ran out of turnbuckle. <laughs> George Animal Steel used to eat turnbuckles for everybody who's not on board with this. This is just 
This is body slamming comedy gold up here. I don't understand what's going on. Get on board. These ladies in front of me are like, we came to a comedy show. There's a freak with a blue mask in front of us. What the hell did you get us into, Barbara? How many TNA fans does it take to change a light bulb? That's oh, <laughs> awesome, that one looks hard. How about that? Son of a bitch. Damn. Oh, more people. Come on in. The show. Damn, get some ballots. Vote for your comics. Don't worry, I am not on the ballot. I promise you this gets better. That is a phrase I have said more than I wanted to at this point in my life. It gets better. Trust me. Alright. Next joke. Man. This is getting rough up there. I haven't seen somebody fall on their face like this since Owen Hart. Oh! Tripped over that speaker cable backstage at Royal Rumble 93. That's I was there, he tripped over a speaker table. Years later, unfortunately, he passed away. So. Oh man, it's a hard times. I'm on hard times right now with this crowd. You know who else is in hard times? I was at Home Depot the other day. Saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan working the lumber department. Oh! That's a take in wrestling. It's getting so bad I had the bushwhackers doing my lawn maintenance. The bushwhackers. That's not wrestling. Okay. All right. Didn't really get better. I said that. Are you guys ready for some real comedy? Give me a hell yeah. you don't have a ballot, please come see my friend Loves Parka. The real shit's about to happen. Please vote for these comics. Like I said, you will vote for two comedians. One person gets the title and all its wonderful glory. I'll let them hold it above their head. We'll take a Polaroid. It'll be great. The other five comics just go home. That's it. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing your first comic for the night. He is a very studious young man. He is the owner and proprietor of the Rusty Fox in Sterling, Illinois. Let's give a warm town hall welcome to Rich McNich, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Rich McNinch. 
Usually that's just my problem. Sorry for dragging you guys into this. I don't really mind it, but my lifestyle definitely suffers from depression. It's hard to get up in the morning sometimes. Sometimes I forget what I'm going to say. My moves. I become increasingly disinterested with the things that only I find interesting. So I'm just gaining interest out of guilt. <laughs> like who else is gonna like my cat? <laughs> Do you guys know that, that some trees exist because squirrels hide nuts and then die? <laughs> and then there's just a tree there later on. <clears throat> Nobody remembered the nut. <laughs> Nobody knows what happens when we die. But some people will be eaten by their pets. <laughs> I have a cat and billions of microorganisms. <laughs> I don't know if my cat's going to want to eat my face or whatever. Uh, where does he start? Uh, maybe like I'm not even all that appetizing. I don't know what cats want to eat. I go to the grocery store, I buy cat food, and I'm not shopping for him, but who are they marketing to? Like, me. I have to choose what's delicious. <laughs> and I might have to eat it someday, so you know, I might have to pick the right thing. Why is it it's weird that they put baby food and baby products in the same aisle with your cat food and dog food and everything? Because if times are tight, like a baby's not going to notice.
got a photography studio, you're hanging out, doing, doing stuff, people are standing there for like five minutes at the time. And somebody walks in and he's like, hey man, I got a strange request. So like, don't worry about it, it happens all the time. Go ahead and stand over there. And you gotta, you gotta hold it for a while too. You're doing a direct picture. So um, they do a little blurry sometimes. But you know, and then you gotta get developed. Fortunately, it's all in the same place, right? So he's like, well, I've already seen it in pictures. Cool. And then you've got to give it to her, right? That, that girl you saw in the saloon last week? You're like, hey, Pony Express guy. I want you to take this to this lady I met at the saloon. He's like, oh yeah, cool, I know, I know where she's at. So flip the clock, put it around like a week later. He's like, hey, I got a, a letter for you. She's like, oh, great, thanks. She opens it up and it's a dick. <laughs> and it's like, dearest Caroline, <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I saw you at the saloon. I would like to buy you a drink. <laughs> and, and you know, that ends up someplace. It's all history, you know, it goes someplace. You can imagine a, a future edition of Antiques Roadshow where. Uh, Guy walks in there with a box and he's like, Yeah, I found this really strange thing, my grandma's at it. Let me take a look at that. Oh, yeah, all right, cool. You know what? I got, I got a guy over here who just happens to be an expert in 18th century dick pics. We're going to bring him in. So he comes in there, you know, and he's, he's looking through the box and he's like, Wow. You know. Black book case in the box. They're all just with one person too. Just tons and tons of ancient dick pics. And he's like, yeah, this one's privileged. I've seen a lot of this one here. This, this could be worth not as much. But this is, this is, I think this is Ulysses Grant's dick. <laughs> Very rare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, uh, you know what I've got written down here? Is, uh, nothing else. <laughs> uh, I know, it's tragic, but I feel like it's been ten minutes, because I've been like three. <laughs> Seven? Yeah. Jesus. Um, all right, all right, all right. I, I, I could use the belt anyway. So, uh, I heard this joke <laughs> in the second grade. And, and, and I've stretched this thing out quite a bit before, but I'm just going to do it here in two minutes. Uh, in the second grade, you learn a lot through, through jokes, through you know the things your friends tell you. And this was a sexy joke. And I was in the second grade, and I, you know, I learned a lot, I thought, from this joke. I had a lot of questions after reading this joke. It goes something like this. There's a guy selling bottles, and uh, he's walking down this country road. He gets to this farm. He knocks on the door, and the guy's like, what? Like, I'm selling Bibles. He's like, I got one. Well, I need another one. It's like, nah. He's like, well, I've been walking all day. I don't suppose you put me up for the night. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Sure. You can sleep in my barn under one condition. He's like, what's that? He says, don't put your dick in the three holes. I don't, I, I'm trying to picture this in my head. I'm like, where are these holes? Why would I do that? And the guy's like, no problem. You know, I'm selling Bibles. So he, he gets in the barn, you know, piles up some hay or whatever, wherever he's going to sleep. 
maybe there's a better nap, you know, how many people sleep in this bar, or why he would have to warn somebody not to put their dick in holes. But he did. And there he sees them, three holes in the bar, where, I don't know, use your imagination, pretend you're in the second grade. And he's like, I've been told not to put my penis in those holes. But maybe just a tip. <laughs> so he tries out the first hole, right? And it feels good. And he's like, oh man, that felt really good. No wonder he told me not to put my you know, tallywhacker in the hole. And then he's like, but what about the other two holes? Again, use your imagination. They're right next to each other, or vertical or horizontal. Is it on the other side of the barn? I don't know. It's a hole. Probably a lot of holes in the barn. But maybe it's like hole number one, hole number two, hole number three. So hole, hole number two, it's like even better. It's like, holy shit, hole number two is awesome. Again, no idea what any of this means. He's studying the two. Hole number three, it's like, man, I gotta go with hole number three now. So, so he does it, and of course it's even better than the first two. This is the format of the group. And uh, he feels guilty about it, but not that guilty. Because, wow, it was a really good hole. Whatever that means. In the morning, you know, he gets up. He goes up to the farmer's house, thanks him very much for the, you know, the hospitality. He says, didn't put my penis in the hole, don't worry about it. He's like, no problem. You want to have some breakfast with it? He's like, all right, sure. You know? And he's sitting down at breakfast with the farmer, his daughter, his wife, or whatever. And uh, he's like, out of curiosity, though, what would be behind those holes? And uh, the, the punchline went, well, the first one was my daughter. The second one was my cow. Okay. And the third one was my milking machine. And this was funny when we were seven. And I've told that joke now to uh, a couple of crowds, and it gets worse every time. I feel like if I added any more time to it, uh, it would do us all a disservice. So I'd like to thank you all for your time. <laughs> Vote for somebody else tonight. <laughs> Once again, if you do not have a voting ballot, please see my buddy Loves Parka. And you want a ticket to win to the future show at the Project 4 City Wrestling event, we have free raffle tickets. I can't stress enough that this is a free raffle, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody likes to win free shit. I know everybody's stingy. I keep about five of them tickets in my pocket for myself. Alright. The next comedian coming up to the stage. Very interesting man. Once ran for mayor of the great city of Rockford, Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jesus. Forever.
for the most part, this would be a very easy city to burn down. As far as burning down the cities go. <laughs> fucking white people, am I right? Oh, you're all fucking white people. I'm like the most ethnically interesting person in this room, and I'm not even that ethnically interesting. I'm a, what they call a, an anchor baby. You know what that is? My dad snuck across the border from Mexico when he was 15 years old and had sex with my blue-eyed, blonde-haired mommy dropped a hot load in her pussy so he could stay in the United States of America. Then he kept bringing his family over. He brought my uncles over. He brought my abuelita over. And they're bringing over druggies, and they're bringing over rapists, and some of them are good people, but my dad was not one of those people. When he was saying that, I was like, he, he knows my dad, this fucking guy, I didn't know he knew Donald Trump. Shut the fuck up, I'm talking. I shut up all week. Just joking, I don't care, you can talk. Oh, uh, not, definitely not talking to you. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I went in and I tried to volunteer at the homeless shelter recently. And I was filling out the paperwork and I got through it and blah blah blah. And there comes this point on the paper and it says, You must accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you want to volunteer at this homeless shelter. And I was like, fuck it. I don't have to deal with these fucking hypocrites. I don't have to deal with homeless people either. Fuck it, I'm out of here. Sign me up for not signing that piece of paper. my crowd, but definitely the crowd that's going to enjoy stuff that I have to say. And I could really care what you think about me. I was riding the bus the other day because I'm a loser, and this guy was wearing a Harley Davidson shirt, and I was like, this guy should be wearing a bus shirt. <laughs> You know, I'm not trying to get political, but this fucking Congress could suck a dead baby twat. You know what I'm saying? And then, I'm just saying, if you're out there, just play it safe, avoid the children. You're asking for trouble. Hanging out with kids. They're getting all kinds of shenanigans. from rocks at old people. How you doing, buddy? Look at this guy. This beautiful, glorious man over here. So I'm a little rusty. You know what I'm saying? Here in the rust belt of America. Okay. How are you ladies doing? What are you all doing congregated together? Any particular reason? You're just getting out on a Wednesday night in Love's Park? Hmm? Pretty much, yeah, is what you normally do. Yes. It's beautiful. I am not stalling for time. <laughs> so to make that real clear, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm a lethal assassin, you know. Woo! No, 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 no. 
Anybody have a gun I can borrow for like 15 seconds? Real quick. It'll be real quick. Yes, appetizing. Stupid Let them figure out the thing. You're cutting into my time with some fucking food orders. She didn't get that shit! She didn't order that fucking sandwich, she ordered the other one. You guys have dreams, you ever fall asleep or you have these things called dreams where your subconscious kind of plays out all this weird shit that's been shoved in there all day? I can't hear you. It was me. <laughs> can't, I'm glad I can't even see what you look like. <laughs> if you look, look as awful on the inside as you do on the outside, God help us all. So this happened in this dream where I was in this room and there was this little puppy dog and I was playing with it and I was like really wanted to start playing with it, you know what I mean? It's getting real into it. Because you can't do that in real life, but in your dreams you can do whatever you want to and you can't be prosecuted for it. So I started talking dirty to this little puppy dog and I was like, hey, how about you and me go back? I got some bones back in my mouth. You got some canola, I have to come over and touch each other. You do a little licky licky, I do a little licky and this dog was not into it. And it was so disappointing because we have this capacity to do anything we want to in our dreams. I can fly anytime I want to in my dreams, but I couldn't get this little puppy dog consent to let me put my dick in his little asshole. To God be the glory hole, am I right? <laughs> you don't know what's on the other side there, but you're sucking its cock every Sunday morning at church. I'm all save my soul, Jesus. <laughs> save my soul, Jesus. <laughs> I was doing this uh, same sort of thing last night. It was a weird club and I was up on stage doing my thing and these guys were like, show me your baby, show me your pussy baby girl. <coughs> show me that pussy baby girl. I don't have a pussy. I don't get it. <laughs> I was walking down the street, just heartbroken. And this guy came up to me, he's like, hey man, keep your head up. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 you remember me for a long time. I've been homeless for years, and now look at me, I'm smiling, I'm walking down the street, I have a house, I have a roof over my head. You can do it too. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, come on, man, you just smile, man. I'm like, you know what? Okay. In the bushes, and I hid in the bushes, and I followed him home. And when he was sleeping, I lit his fucking house on fire. He came out. Now, motherfucker, you smile. Back to square one, you motherfucker. You're going down. You're all going down. Yes. Oh yeah. I could just talk on that. I'm trying to be specific. 
that's fine. These are very complicated things I'm talking about, so I need to like have a little bit of a, a, a map for myself to navigate around. Yeah, you're wondering, I'm wondering about you. I'm wondering how you stand upright. You think person's ever fucked a dead body? You think there's ever been a ghost produced from a necrophilia? You know what I'm talking about? You, don't call me sweetheart, ain't nothing sweet about me, Tootsie Roll. Just keep on sucking on that mayonnaise. Crush up some blanket and put it in your mayonnaise, go to sleep. Forever! 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 Satiric. Excuse me? I wash, I wash assholes like use dishes. Very good at it. I'm multifunctional. I'm like the Swiss Army knife of dysfunctional human beings. Do it all. How's your foods? Not making you sick to your stomach? No. Oh, baby, you make me so sick to my stomach. You make me nauseous. Baby girl, you make me want to drink 7-Up and ginger ale. And eat some tones. Baby, you make me feed, you make me want Pepto Bisball swimming in my veins. I wish I had some NyQuil right now, sugar, because. Does this. And so, you're getting very aggressive with me. This feels like the dating game where they have the curtains and shit. I don't know what you look like, but I'm gonna go with chair number three. She sounds like a feisty girl. I'm looking to date a firecracker. I missed the Fourth of July. And you... what's that, baby girl? <laughs> Did you already give me the light? Did I go over my... I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that lady had me so worked up. <laughs> I was, thank you so much, little spark. <laughs> comedian, very funny guy, very energetic, one of my personal good friends. Please give a nice round of applause for Michael Palmenberry. 
Detective Glove for showing up tonight. We really appreciate it. We got the whole Divas Division here. I'm sorry, Women's Division. Women's Division. I apologize. Then give yourself a round of applause for showing up on a Wednesday night and supporting my comedy. How many of you actually showed up for comedy, knowing there was comedy here tonight? the rest of them are like, no, we're all here for comedy. Barbara's birthday and comedy. Fantastic. There's nothing I love more than Barbara's birthday and comedy. Other, by a round of applause, how many pro wrestling fans do we have in the audience tonight? That's what I like, ladies and gentlemen. Good, good. Well, thank you so much for being here. My name is Michael Palmondary. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Despite my looks, I'm not Jewish. Um, way, way. But people ask me if I'm Barbara. People ask me, are you actually Barbara? Is it, are any of you Barbara? <laughs> None of you are going to claim it now. Like, we're actually the Barbara Club. We're the Barbara Book Club. You're, you're, the, Barbara, you're the Barbara Burger Club, according to you. <laughs> uh, the Barbara Burger Book Club. Anyway, I'm not Jewish. Back to the joke. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Uh, despite my looks, I'm not Jewish, but people ask me all the time if I am, but people ask me if I'm Jewish the same way I ask someone I just met if they smoke weed. <laughs> that table knows exactly what I'm talking about. They'll come up to me and be like, hey, hey, can you... I know I look like I might. I know I look like Ben Stiller. Fuck Wolverine. Like, I get it. I own a mirror, folks. <laughs> I, I, I'm too hairy, like, to be Jewish is what I think the problem is. And I am. I'm a hairy man. Which is just due to genetics. That's what happens when your dad is Sicilian and your mom's Martin Scorsese's eyebrows. So there. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. I, um, I don't do this full time. Surprised? <laughs> But I do scream full time. I uh, I work in an office. Uh, clap if you if you got a day job. Yeah. One person that is very enthusiastic. Yeah. You sound like me when I'm talking to my customers on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'd be more than happy to take care of this for you, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, I work in an office, and I I'm in my 30s, and I work with a lot of people who are like in their early to mid 20s. And a lot of the dudes that I work with, they always like to talk to each other about lifting weights. Like, yo, you lift today, bro? Yo, Kenny, you lift today? I lifted this morning, bro. I did my tries and my bars, and then after work, I'm going to do my calves and thighs. Tries and thighs, calves and thighs. That's what kind of day it is. And sometimes they'll ask me, like, what, do you lift? Do you lift, bro? You want to talk to us about lifting? Do you want to lift? Do you lift, bro? I'm like, no. I don't lift, like, between my back problems and my anxiety, like, I don't even lift my spirits, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Marker Brooker Book Club, try to say that five times fast. Red leather, yellow leather, folks. <laughs> oh, man, seriously, though, the only lifting I do is with Uber's competitor, and, like, that's it. Like, that's all the lifting I do. If you're a friend of mine and you got to move, best of luck, you know what I'm saying? Like. Can't wait to sit on your couch in your new place. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. I, uh, I get a lot of emails at work. 
And a lot of times, like, the entire message will just be in the subject line. You ever get that bullshit? I see you nodding your head. Yeah, all the barbers nodding their head. Absolutely. And sometimes, like, I'll look at it and be like, team meeting, 10.30, please be on time. And then I'll open the email, and the body of the email is blank. I'm like, this is a text. This is a text. Did you text my email? Which is why one of these days, I just want to hit reply all with new computer, who this? And just see if I still have a job afterwards. I left work early to come here, so I'll definitely see tomorrow if I still have a job after this. Uh, you ever have a job, you're like, well, I can afford the cost of living, but I hate my life. Uh, that's just where I am right now. Did I get one clap on that? One person was just like, yeah. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to unenthusiastically applaud for that. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I got scammed recently. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Give me a round of applause if you've been scammed before. Oh, God. About the same amount of people that are pro wrestling fans. Fantastic. We're cutting this audience in half right now, folks. Perfect. Let me tell you about how I got scammed. So... There's this thing going around where like people will call you and tell you that they're with the IRS. Yeah, yeah you've all heard about this? Yeah. Hey, let me tell you about my story. So they called me and they were like, you owe $7,000 in taxes. And if you don't pay it off, we're going to have you arrested because police are monitoring your home. I was like, well, I'm responsible. How do I take care of this? And they say, this is how you got to pay off your taxes. You need to go to your nearest Walgreens and purchase a Google Play card, right, to make a down payment on your taxes. And I'm like, okay, well this sounds like boom, 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 shit! So I'm at Walgreens and I buy the Google Play card for $100, and after I got off the phone with the IRS, I saw a cop walk into a Starbucks, and I'm like, all right, well, despite the fact that I have a warrant out for my arrest, I better ask this cop what's going on. Like, is this too legit to quit, you know what I'm saying? MC Hammer style? So, I told him what happened, he's like, no, you got scammed. I'm like, okay, well, you know, trying to pay off your taxes with a, a gift card makes about as much sense as trying to pay off your student loans with, like, Groupon vouchers or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, I got a loan here. Here's my scratch-off lotto ticket. That'll cover the costs, right? Now. So, I put $100 on that Google Play card, which is the same amount of money that I owe in my monthly phone bill. So I'm like, I either really did get scammed, or T-Mobile is really starting to come up with creative ways to get their customers to pay on time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Barbara Barter Book Club? If, you, if any of you leave here with anything tonight, I just want you to all leave with the fact that I could barely say Barbara Burger Book Club. Oh, I did it that time. Hey, go me. I should win the title just for saying that. is not a joke. And it is still real to me, then, now, and forever! Yeah! That means that any single people here tonight? <laughs>
I am single. One lonely clap from the back. There you go. That's what I like to do. I start with one lonely clap and then I just move from there and try to branch out. I, uh, I'm single. I've been single for a while and uh, I do theater and I do stand-up. And it's kind of hard to uh, balance a relationship when you do both of those things. And it all came crumbling down once when I was doing a show called The Producers. Anybody know the show Producers, the musical? All my Barbaras? At least one Barbara does. Thank you, Barbara. Barbara number seven, you got it. <laughs> so I was playing this role called Carmen Gia, which was written to be a very flamboyantly gay male role. And I loved playing that role. But my girlfriend at the time, she hated it. And when I asked her what the problem was, she's like, Michael, I don't want people to think you're gay, okay? Like, I don't want people to think that my boyfriend is a gay man. Like, okay, well then do me a favor. Don't come to the show because I don't want people to think my girlfriend is a prejudiced bitch, okay? Like, <laughs> also, if people leave the show thinking I'm a gay man because of the performance I gave, you know what that means? You mean they did my fucking job tonight, that's what that means! <laughs> now get the hell out of the way because you're cock-blocking me, okay? <laughs> I was at a party recently and there was this guy at the party who just like unprovoked, maybe provoked by the alcohol, but unprovoked was just like, you know what? I would say that out of all the racial slurs out there, the most offensive ones would have to be calling the Italians Dagos or Wops. I go, um, just let me know that I'm Italian. And if somebody ever called me a Dago or a Wop, I'd be like, hey, Thank you. <laughs> Everyone else thinks I'm Jewish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, before I get off the stage, I just want to say this. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show because it's going to be great. My name is Michael Palminer, and it doesn't matter what you put me on your lineup because I am always going to be the whole damn show. Thank you very much. Have a good The guy just gets me excited. I don't know what it is. One more time for Michael Palmer. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting old. It's just a fact. It's not even a joke. Alright, we're going to move it along, ladies and gentlemen. Your next comedian coming all the way from the great city of Milwaukee. I don't know if you've been there, but it's a place that smells like somebody spilled a beer everywhere. At least that's what I get from it. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Gary Zajikowski. Perfect song choice, thank you. I feel like you told me to wait over there and let the song go for a second, but when you play Stumble, like, I don't know, what am I supposed to do? Uh, beat someone up from back there? Smells like someone spilled a beer, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm an alcoholic. I come from Milwaukee. I drink a lot. Uh, I'm doing this sober October thing, so my nerves are kind of, uh, you know, going right now, because I'm not drinking right now. Uh, I like to drink, though. You know? Like alcoholics do. They say you'll never quit drinking, though, for real, until uh, you hit rock bottom. 
But my alcoholism is like stone cold at a pay-per-view. I'm gonna hit like rock bottom like three, four times. I'm just waiting for the people's elbow. You know? I'll never stop drinking. Huh? They never carry my favorite beer at bars. I like to drink Red Dog. Yeah, I only drink them out of the big cans and I, I call them Cliffords. Got a DUI a few years ago. No big deal. Just a proud moment for a Wisconsin boy. You know, kind of got to get one. Pretty cool. People trash on drunk driving so much, but like when you're leaving at bar clothes, like who else but a shithead like you are you gonna hit, you know? Like what are you doing on the road, minivan with a family? Fuck out of here. I had an intellect device put in my car, I had it in there for two years, but I finally got it removed. People talked about it like uh, like when someone gets divorced, it's like, you know, they're re-entering the dating pool, like how exciting, you know? People are like, wow. Well, you know, the drunk driving pool, I was like, is it as awesome as I remember it, you know? <laughs> that interlock device, though, was, it was embarrassing, because, you know, you have to you have to blow in it to start your car, and then you have to do what are called rolling, re uh, rolling resets, I believe. It's been a long time since I've told this joke. Or had that thing in my car, as it were. But it was so embarrassing, you could be at a red light, and if you don't blow in it, it will flash your lights and honk your horn. So you kind of got to do it. You know? But like, I just got the, I got the whole habit of just making eye contact with the person next to me and just like, look at him and just go, and they just be like, that guy's a fuck up. And like, oh yeah. I like, to, I like to smoke weed as a teenager and uh, skateboard. So I thought, turns out I like to smoke weed and watch my friends get hurt. Sometimes the town would run dry. I don't know if that happens in this town. I imagine it does. Does your weed have seeds here? Don't lie to me. No! No! Don't you fucking lie to me. I drove through your town. This is a weed with seeds town. No! Don't you lie to me. No! Palmadera, you're not from here, are you? Alright, well, if you want the good shit, go to Palmadera. Once in a while, though, our town would run dry, and for some reason, the only kid in town that would fucking have weed is the kid next door, which would have been all right, except then you have to go hang out with him, you know, and share a bowl out of a devil bitch hookah with a Nazi flag in your periphery, you know? Oh, that's not a problem for some of us. That's okay. We just hang out with different folks. I don't really like to smoke weed and be like, yay, Germany in the 1930s, you know? They made a hell of a highway, we'll say that, you know? know. Yeah, and then ten minutes later, him and his friend burn a mouse alive in front of you, and it's like, it's not really what I like to do when I smoke weed. I kind of like to chill out, not burn animals alive, you know? So I tried growing it, and like any idiot 15-year-old kid, I, we had weed with seeds at this time, so uh, I took two of these coffee cans, rusty as fuck, because I was a fucking genius. Real botanist, you know? Real horticulturalist. And uh, I just had these plants growing in the middle of my room. Middle of my room. Didn't bother hiding. I didn't have a tin funnel lined like, closet. I didn't have a grow light. I just had a lamp on it, you know? Just in the middle of the room. Picture like where that man is sitting in the middle of the room. Picture two plants that are standing three feet tall. And then just imagine being your mother going into my room. You know, my mother, whatever, you know? 
and I came home from school one day, and she like turned around in her computer chair. Like usually she just ignored me. This day she turned around like a bongo and went, "Hey, I went in your room today." And I was like, "Oh, I wonder if she found those pot plants. I didn't bother to hide at all, you know." She was like, "Yeah, found your plants, but I'm very disappointed. That incandescent light bulb is not going to help them grow." I was like, "Geez, I couldn't even tell if I was like disappointing." Because I was growing weed or that I was bad at it, you know? Don't worry, not a disappointment anymore. She has passed, okay? I know, right? She's my mom. It's okay. She was. Uh, it's alright. I tell you, fuck, Bobby. I didn't care for her either. Uh, I was like, do I go headstrong into dead mom stuff? Eh, probably not, you know? Let's talk about what Jeffrey Dahmer got right, all right? He's an old-time hero of ours. Jeffrey Dahmer. People talk about what he did wrong so often. They just forget that he's the first guy to discover that you don't have to pay for meat to host a barbecue, you know? You ever host a barbecue? It's fucking expensive. That guy figured out free fucking meat. A lot of meat walking around out there, you know? Catch someone along and fucking, you know, take them home. I don't know if he decided he was gonna like start telling people that he was like, wow, this is a lot of stuff to get rid of. I better start learning some recipes, you know? <laughs> or if he was like, I am fucking broke, I don't get paid for a week, and I'm hungry, you know? Let's start getting some free meat. Yeah, I don't know, like, gotta have a favorite part too. If you're killing people and you're eating them, you eventually probably get a favorite part, maybe like some like slow roasted face meat, I don't know. Because it's like, this is really the essence of what they were. This is the part of them that talked, I'm going to eat that, it's delicious, you know. I don't know. I don't know, maybe like backstrokes. I don't know, when I cook a steak, I'll say when I cook a steak, if I overcook my steak, it's always so upsetting, you know, it's like I eat it, even though it's a piece of shit, because I bought it, I paid for it, but I eat it. I hate it the whole time. Now just imagine you've overcooked your backstraps. Now you have to kill a whole other person? Are you fucking kidding me? Ooh. I don't know, I like to cook some onions, get some onions going when I cook a steak. I feel like my jam would be like the armpit meat, you know? Get someone right after the gym. They gotta be in shape, it's gotta be some healthy lean meats with some nice onion built right in, you know? Pre-seasoned. Pre-seasoned. You, uh, you guys ever hear of the uh, medical term uh, uterus didelphus? You guys familiar? Alright, well I'll explain it for you morons. It's when a woman has two vaginas, you see? That's something that every guy in here is like, oh that sounds exciting, you know? I read a story about a young woman with this uh, condition, as it were. I was like, you know, I really want to meet this gal and come inside her just to see if it does a uh, Scooby-Doo hallway chase thing, you know? <laughs> How silly it would be. I would just be like, is that the 8 minute or is that the 10 minute? Oh, alright. You can't talk right now. By the way, the masks are fucking weird in the earth. I'm like weird in you of at this point. Are you tired of your own breath smell? What does that thing smell like? Ugh. Are you sure? Let's talk about crystal meth. I think crystal meth gets a bad rap, you know? A lot of people talk bad about meth users, but a lot of those same people are like, I can't start my day without a cup of coffee. Oh, you like coffee? 
You'd love meth. Yeah. It is like super coffee, you know? And we give it to kindergartners, we just call it Adderall, you know? Oh, math is boring? Fuck you, you know? Take this pill. We'll figure it out. You know? Get off your high horse, you know? Some people drink it from a cup, some people smoke it from a light bulb, you know? <laughs> Who doesn't like a clean house? You know? Who needs teeth? There's a lot of good soft foods out there, some foods are... As well as that wrestling joke. Oh, look. Just for these wrestling fools. Uh, so I grew up in a Christian household. Yeah, but I always thought that Edge and Gangrel were cooler characters of the group. This mask doesn't smell that bad. I don't care what he says. It's pretty brand new. Give a few more shows. All right, we have your next comic, ladies and gentlemen. Your comic, this. Comic S, or be politically correct here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the great city of Chicago, give a round of applause for Amy Blaze. <laughs> I was like, finally! 
Someone to appreciate my artwork. You know what I mean? I'm like, you think that's sexy? Let's take a shower together. That's my favorite place to fart. With acoustics? <laughs> Sometimes I just soap up my butt to see if it smells different. It doesn't. <laughs> Opportunity to do some like crowd participation. You guys okay with that? Or? Yeah. All right. That's what it is. That's what you could have done. Uh, give me a D. 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 That's it. That's all. I <laughs> give me the D. <laughs> I want from you. No, yeah, we're going through a divorce, which is fine. I have underwear that lasted longer than our marriage. So. <laughs> Really expensive party to uh, back out of this soon into the game. Uh, he, he used to like, uh, I don't know, he like girls me a little bit. He, uh, he's with me, I've been a comedian our whole relationship, but he doesn't laugh at anything, like ever. Very stone faced, doesn't. And that's hard for me. Like, laugh at the shit I say. Like, I can't get that man to laugh. The only time I can get him to laugh is. Uh, Two fingers in his butt. That's the only thing. And he giggles like a girl. It's so cute. Uh, yeah, divorce. I'm, uh, I think I'm just going to slut it up, probably, right? Like, that's what I should I mean, I already am. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I, uh, I have a type. Uh, I I like a guy that is not legally allowed to vote. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like me a felon. <laughs> I like the way you look an orange. <laughs> I like screening my phone calls when you call me from prison. <laughs> if you know anybody, just send them my way, I guess. <laughs> So uh, before I was a comedian, I was a caregiver. I also had a job, believe it or not, you guys, I was a stripper. Thank you. Uh, is that a plus size joint called Red Lobster? I don't know if you've heard of it. I, uh, you call me Cheddar Big Biscuit. <laughs> a soggy biscuit, you know? Uh, I uh, I did a lot of like uh, Disney themed stripper names. That was kind of my uh, that was kind of my thing. You guys like Disney movies? Yeah. Debbie, Deborah, specifically. Uh, yeah. I uh, my first year stripping, I went by the stage name uh, Mulan. You know Mulan, right? I went by Mulan because I offer great military discounts. You know. <laughs> Uh, my final year of stripping, I went by Ariel, because I love The Little Mermaid, she's one of my favorites. 
uh, but she spoke to me. I went by Ariel, um, mainly because I named all my crabs Sebastian. <laughs> Each individual one. <laughs> also, uh, I went by Ariel because the top half's okay, it's just the bottom half's a little bitchy. <laughs> Hopefully not true, right, ladies? Like you're the closest. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, my soon-to-be ex did not want to give me children. It was like a firm. We're not doing that. And the idea of children is: Are you guys parents? I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like. I don't know if it's for me, like nothing about having a child sounds good except revealing to my husband that he was going to be a father. That's like the one thing I wanted to do. But I wanted to do something that like nobody else has ever thought of before. You know how they do the reveals? I'm going to do something no one's ever thought of. Can I share it with you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look my husband dead in the eye. I'm going to say, hey, guess who's going to be an uncle? <laughs> I am super excited for Halloween. Are you guys excited for Halloween? You guys dress up and everything. Yeah, I dress up. I'm, no, you don't dress up ever? That's crazy. Um, I dress up. I'm unfortunately running out of sluts to be for Halloween. <laughs> I'm running out of slut costumes and I'm running out very quickly. So I was like, oh, I gotta think outside the box. What am I gonna be? What am I gonna be? Oh, I know what kind of slut I'll be. I'll be my nickname in college, which was Cum Dumpster. That's what I'll be. I'm just kidding, you guys. I didn't go to college. Okay. One last thing before I get out of here. Uh, I am not looking forward to being on the dating scene. That scares the shit out of me. Uh, I dated a lot before I met my husband. Uh, the last guy I went out with, I agreed to go out with, not because I found him attractive, I just really liked the restaurant he offered to take me to. <laughs> it was TGI Friday. <laughs> so we go to this restaurant and I excuse myself to the bathroom for a moment, or however long it took me to finish that level of Candy Crush. <laughs> and I came back, you guys, and my date was gone. He fucking left me there. I know. So I go to my table, because I'm still going to eat, and uh, he's there, he's just on the floor with all of our food, and he's having a seizure. Oh, fuck. So I start screaming for help, right? And my waiter comes out, and he's like, yeah, is there a problem? And I'm like, yeah, I ordered the garden salad. It's a seizure salad. Do I look like the type of person who would order a salad from TJ? <laughs>
This is great. It's turned out all right. You guys are all right. I don't know if you got this, but I used to be a professional wrestler. Back I had two finishing moves. One was the arm bar. The other one was that salad bar over there. All right, I just really wanted to say that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your next comment. I know this guy is from Milwaukee because I've seen him there before. So he's all the way from the great town of Milwaukee. Ladies and gentlemen, a big, huge round of applause for my buddy, Christopher Schmidt. Oh, no! Spark. Thank you very much. Hey, put your hands together if you make some noise when you give it up. Uh, or just surrender silently like the rest of us. That's fair. It's good. I was very happy to be at the show because I heard there would be wrestling fans here. Let me hear you. That's a relief. That's a relief. It's good when we're together because when we're alone, people pick on us pretty hard. Yeah, we hear this a lot. Uh, oh, you know wrestling's fake, right? You realize they help each other do those moves, don't you? Yeah, of course we know that. We're not idiots. It's just really cool to see two grown men cooperating. <laughs> you know? If the Macho Man and Hulk Hogan can learn to work together, why not the rest of us, right? <laughs> Been a wrestling fan for a long time. My father actually got me into it. We used to watch it together when I was a little kid. And sometimes he would let me choreograph my own beatings. <laughs> I see some people shaking their heads out there. Don't you dare feel sorry for me. Don't you dare. It's actually pretty cool. How many kids get to say they've been spanked with a folding chair? <laughs> to the head. In a steel cage. At the terrible report card rumble. And then I knew that my father really loved me because even after I lost, he would still give me the belt. <laughs> yeah. And call me champ. It was pretty great. I'm, I'm such a big wrestling fan now that I can't even watch gay porn without taking a side. Uh, I always start cheering for the smaller guy to turn it around. Uh, like, come on, time for a comeback. Get in there. <laughs> hey, referee, he's getting double teamed. <laughs> well, now he's getting triple teamed. That's not any better. I actually, uh, I didn't watch the Hulk Hogan sex tape, but I have had sex in front of a Hulk Hogan action figure. So who's the real star? I did, uh, I've been trying to take more risks, so I did something pretty scary the other day. I told, uh, I said I love you to my uncle, because I was trying to make my dad jealous. It didn't work, he's still playing hard to get. But now my uncle keeps messaging me. And my cousin's upset, because my aunt is still dead. It was a very eventful funeral. Some of these are going to have sad endings. That's just, that's how it's going to be. I'm an uncle myself, actually, and uh, I love my nephew a lot. He comes to visit me sometimes, and he's at that age where he's starting to ask a lot of questions about the human body. So I had to drag it out of the crawl space and bury it behind the shed. <laughs> that was just a joke, don't worry. That one's, 
That was just a joke. I don't have a nephew. <laughs> but I do have a face that screams serial killer. Or at least it would if I hadn't stuffed a rag in its mouth. <laughs> Already talked a lot about serial killers tonight. I can't help it. I'm from Milwaukee and I'm not interested in beer or cheese. So that's what there is. You know? That's what you leave out. Here's a serial killer fun fact. Uh, John Wayne Gacy. His uh, school counselors predicted that he was going to grow up to be a serial killing clown. Because as a child he had a history of harming small balloon animals. <laughs> Laying the bed with his lapels, you know, that's, that's the sign. I just like making jokes about sociopaths because it's the one disability group you can make fun of without having to worry about hurting anyone's feelings. They don't have feelings. If you offend a sociopath, you cure a sociopath. Which is pretty much the cruelest thing you could do to a sociopath. Yeah. Welcome to the burden of a conscience. That feels good. All right, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to lighten it up a little bit. I've, uh, I've actually been having a hard time writing new jokes lately. So I did something uh, I did something a little kooky. Uh, I turned to my Ouija board. Uh, can I share with you some of the jokes I wrote with my Ouija board? Woo! Yeah! Very good, very good. Thank you. All right, let's see how this goes. It's new. I don't know. Still haven't decided on them, but uh, all right, we'll try this one. Knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Uh, Maya. Maya. My uh, spirit won't rest until my killer has been brought to justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. That's not great. Let me try another one. Okay, we're this far into the bit. Let's see how this goes. All right. Knock knock. Who's there? Saul. Saul. Solve my murder if you ever want your lights to stop flickering. <laughs> They're all knock-knock jokes. So that's that's the last time I'm ever gonna work with a ghostwriter. <laughs> jokes that make you think. You know, I'm sure you've seen, you've seen that by now, that's been demonstrated. Like, I got this one joke I wrote about uh, shopping at an H&M while eating a bag of M&Ms. Yeah, and that one, it'll really make you go, hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for Halloween. I have to grow my beard out this year because I already crammed all my razors into fun-sized Snickers bars. <laughs> and if you object to that one, you haven't met the children in my neighborhood. Okay? So hang on to your judgment. I'm a, I'm a big music fan. I love, uh, my favorite guitar player is Jimi Hendrix. You familiar with Jimi Hendrix? They say that Jimi Hendrix was so good at guitar that he could play in his sleep. It's too bad that he wasn't that good at throwing up. No, I know. That is the joke. <laughs> that is the joke that got me banned from the Hard Rock Cafe. Now I'm trying to offend the Rainforest Cafe, so I don't keep there anymore either. Clean sweet. 
I'm, uh, if I seem a little bummed out tonight, uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to rise above it, but I suffered a big disappointment recently. I had tickets to a music festival. And check out this lineup. They were going to have Kanye West, Seal, and Mariah Carey all on the same show, right? But then at the last minute, they had to call it off because the promoter forgot to file for a con seal carry permit. <laughs> None of you get to unhear that one. But it's a mark I have left on you tonight. Every time you hear one of their songs, that one's gonna be there. Uh, by the way, does anyone here happen to have a con seal carry permit? Come seal carry permit, you got because now would be the time to use it. No one would blame you. It takes a good audience member with a gun to stop a bad comic with a pun. That's only fair. My, uh, my grandfather just got one of those satellite radios, and that has been a real disaster. The other day he asked me if I ever heard the Black Keys. I was like, Grandpa, her name is Alicia. <laughs> Canceling your subscription and upping your medication. <laughs> uh, I, I am an educator. Anymore? Anymore in the audience? There's got to be a teacher here, right? Used to be. Used to be, right? Good call. Good call. <laughs> you all are just an enigma. You're nothing we thought you were going to be, and that's very cool. <laughs> Is it a? Was it before this? Were you doing like a fantasy draft for real estate? <laughs> so that is my prediction. I, uh, I work as a teacher, that's a lot of fun. It can be tough sometimes, because uh, I get really upset when the kids get bigger laughs than I do. <laughs> Which is often, it's very often, devastatingly often. My biggest rival ever was this little guy named Teddy Valentine. He's a sixth grader. And he wants to be a comedian. So every morning he would charge in the classroom and tell me a joke, like a little boy-shaped Laffy Taffy. He'd come in all excited. Mr. Schmidt! Mr. Schmidt! Mr. Schmidt, how can the snake couldn't stand up straight. Gosh, Teddy, I don't know. How come? Because he had a reptile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how painful it is when that consistently gets my biggest laugh. <laughs> what are you doing to me, Teddy? Quit writing jokes above your grade level. But, out of curiosity, how many of those do you have, and would you sell some for hot lunch tickets? <laughs> some mornings, however, Teddy would come in less medicated than usual. And then his humor would get a little bit more provocative. One morning he came in with that same fire. Mr. Schmidt! Mr. Schmidt! But he blew right past me and proceeded to mount his desk chair and begin grinding on it like a midget magic mic. <laughs> And I have never been more torn between my profession and my passion. Because as a teacher, I should be putting a stop to this immediately. But as a comedian, I desperately needed to hear the punchline. So that was the instinct that went out. I had to ask him, what are you doing here, Teddy? What do you call this act out? And he sang out to me with more pride than I'd ever heard him say anything. Mr. Schmidt, I'm going to make love to my chair, and we're going to get married and have chair babies. <laughs> Which wasn't what I was expecting at all. That's not where I thought he was going with. But, 
first of all, let me say, good on Teddy doing right by his desk like that. Very cool. That's a lot of responsibility for a young man to take on. Good family values, Teddy. And also, let me say, this was very funny to me because I happen to know that Teddy's desk already had a chair baby from a previous relationship. So that meant that Teddy was about to have himself a step stool. That will knock me seven hot lunch tickets. It's worth every square pizza. Hey, thank you all so much. Happy birthday. Keep going for the enigmatic. Real nice electricity going through the air now. Really crazy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you're paying attention to your ballots, that was Chris Schmidt, the last person. So, start your voting now. I will come around and collect your ballots momentarily. We have one more comic to close out the night for you, who I'm very excited to bring up on this stage. If you have not yet got a raffle ticket for the Project Florida City Wrestling event, please come see my buddy loves Parka. We will be drawing that when we announce the winner. And go ahead and enjoy some of the fantastic belts that they have put on display here. They donated two of these tickets. Let's give a round of applause for Project Florida City Wrestling. They're helping us out. Good people. They met me once when I first came into town and I was bench pressing homeless people for McReynolds. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, your last comedian for the night. Give a big warm round of applause for Shane Bachelor, ladies and gentlemen. Smell. I wouldn't know nothing about that. 
Nah, I'm just fucking with y'all, man. What's going on tonight? They not come all the way out to Love's Park on a Wednesday night without any Adderall, so I'm tired as fuck. Oh, my goodness. What y'all doing at the bar? Y'all drinking? Y'all need to be. Oh, y'all have a hard time looking in the mirror when you beat off. That's ugly right there, I'm telling you what. That's that's fun. They'll have to wear one of those masks like you got on. <laughs> Which one y'all get here? Okay. Is it donuts? Cupcakes. Cupcakes. I bet don't none of y'all know how to eat a cupcake properly. You're supposed to pull it in the middle, turn around, and put the icing in the middle. That's what my wife told me. Of course, I'm a hooligan and I just shove it in my mouth like it's some sort of damn. I'm, has cream in the middle. You seem to be really enjoying that. Didn't have to work near as hard, did you? Didn't have to pull back and foreskin or nothing. It was just right there. Foreskin. I needed that extra half inch. Shit. Ain't you supposed to measure from the skin tuck as far as you possibly can? <laughs> the hell. I ain't seen my cop since 95. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows the Braves won the World Series, and that was the last time. As y'all can see, I'm an Atlanta fan. Go Atlanta. Poor Cubs, I hate it for them. Not really, I don't give two fucks. I really don't, I'm sorry. I'm a bad guy. Did you not see me walk out with the damn music? I didn't look like a good guy. Shit, I'm all. Hey, I'm not going to talk about the penis no more for a little while. I'll get back to that. Chris, you go into the bathroom to imagine my penis? That's right. Enjoy it too. <laughs> Nasty man. <laughs> Wish somebody could see it, I can. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> oh, my wife's got a camera, she can take a picture of it. It's all I ain't gonna talk that joke. I'm just gonna leave that one alone. Like some, I'm just gonna not do good. You know, in life, you make decisions, and there's consequences. And uh, there's number eight. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's fine. They got, they got websites where you can meet your kind on there. So you just swap his for yours, and yours for his. Make herpes simplex three, and the world ends. <laughs> Nah, I don't know if you have herpes or not. I, you know, you didn't seem to be the outbreak type. You look nice. You know. But all people do, I guess. Wouldn't it be awesome if you had to wear a paint shirt if you had herpes? So you saw somebody walking around? I'm just fucking with you. Growing up, you realize there's consequences for what you do. 
I was going to spend the night with my best friend at my best friend's house. His little sister had done hit on me a couple times. Told me she wanted my wiener. And last thing he told me is, uh, "Do not give my sister the wiener right before I went to sleep." You know, right before we went to sleep. So the first snore I heard, Pinky went in. That's just how that works. But I shouldn't have done that. I lost my virginity that night. Also. Gang to Houston facing that night also. So my first piece of, you know what I'm saying, left, yeah, not the good best, you know, not good. You know. About two weeks goes by, we're all out swimming at the lake, and I walk rolling, and my brother goes, hey man, I got something I need you to look at. So I whip it out, he looks at it, he says, oh my God. I don't know what he even four years old than me. was blind leaning by him. You know what I mean? You're going to have to show mom. You know what it's like showing your mom? By this time, almost months went by. You're a little split up. Incredibly cottage cheese filled penis. And I was, I was like 14 at this time, so I didn't have a clue that they was any creams or heels or any of that kind of good shit. You know what how she told me to heal it? Pour alcohol on my penis. <laughs> so I went several years there thinking I was nearly gay because I thought all vaginas bit. I'd get hit on that guy. Mm -hmm. I ain't getting near that thing. You can keep that nasty son bitch. But eventually I, I, I got better. But I like to say that. That was the worst thing my mother ever done to me. But the worst thing my mother ever done to me is not tell me what a disposable douche is and leave it in the bathroom when your kid don't have no choice. I had some damn summer's eve fine ass breath, I tell you. It was the most disgusting moment of my life once I realized what that was for. Uh, yeah, that, that. The next probably worst thing was getting me and my brother a fucking bunk bed. Anybody here ever had to sleep on a bunk bed with her sibling? He was my big brother. You look at me. He was my big brother, and this motherfucker wanted to sleep on top. I went to sleep every night in my life in fear. And he pissed the bed a little bit. Total disrespect for you, little brother. You know, you don't know if it's raining over here, or dreaming. Don't know when the boards are going to give away. It's going to be near death. It's probably the worst thing. But then, she didn't really have nothing to do with me being fucked up. No, but that. Yeah, when I was about three, four years old, I go down to his house. He lived right down below the ground. And this nasty son bitch had porn on. And didn't turn it off when I came in. I just come in and sit down and started watching. Fuck it was. About a few minutes goes by and he looks over at me. Hey, boy. What? That's how you do it right there. <laughs> Now that I'm an older gentleman and I have some respect, that is not how you do it right there. And if it is, pay the nice lady, let her keep the change. 
She's already made mistakes in life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I drove a truck for a while. I had a few encounters with love business. Does anybody here know love business talk? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, <laughs> you know what love business is? It's a prostitute at the truck stop. <laughs> you talking about making some bad life decisions. Be <laughs> willing to suck this weird after it's been sent on for three days with no shower for twenty dollars? <laughs> Come on, I know. But yeah, she did. It was until I got married. I have to say that. The best blowjob I ever got. She went down three times, swooper, swooper, gag, gag. I was hoping it was the size, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Think about that one for a minute. Uh, whoo, she knew what she was doing, though. I'll tell you what. I am so glad Facebook wrote around back then, I can tell you that. You wouldn't believe what I had to do. Pukey, pukey, emoji, fucking... What's that little fucking fake dick thing? The, the eggplant. The eggplant. Pukey, pukey, eggplant thing with a little truck, you know? <laughs> I've been getting like shit tons of fake people poking me, sending me friend requests, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if you have the damn water, 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 water eggplant emoji, let's be hot friends tonight. I'm not going to be your friend. I'm not doing that. Especially when it's a picture of this hot chick on the top and some Hindu looking motherfuckers the rest of the pictures. Have y'all ever noticed that? I'm like, no! Come on! Get a better life. You're under convenience store. You can do better than this. <laughs> what? And it's not so bad up here, man. For some rude reason, Indian stores in the South smell like ass when you walk in them zombies. I don't know what it is. I, up here it ain't so bad, they just look at you angrily, get your shit me. They want to be friendly, you know what I mean? They got overalls on, they're trying to assimilate into the community. Going to football games, giving out free hot dogs. You know, it's fucking weird. I feel sorry for people, man, that have to come to this country with all us fucking assholes. Then the opportunity my ass. That's really, that's what winds up being. That's the only land opportunity you have is your ass. Anybody ever watch them porn? Poor people. I watched gaping porn once. Anybody here? I know you have. I look silly motherfuckers. She's like, there's nothing like when that damn Nerf football comes out. Uh, and you don't turn it off. You just watch it to the end. I don't know why. But that's a technically slavery. How you doing, guy? How you doing? What'd you get? What'd you go do? Did you go buy your lady some drinks? This is your lady, right? You know, the more she drinks, the easier the back door opens. Just letting you know. <laughs> be careful for that fart. You don't want to blow one out. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I know. I used to tell a joke about how I would uh, 
go down on the bay, and I kind of halfway enjoy it when they fart. This is a wrestling joke. Yeah, I know. Then I blow fire out of my mouth like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That's my one wrestling joke. I'm going to go ahead and throw all that right on in. Oh, man. Yeah, my name, I'm going to talk about a few more things. I'm going to talk about my uncle some more. Me and him ain't on talking much anymore, but he's a disgusting human. But uh, last time we talked, he called me a snowflake. Is there anything about me that anyone would ever call a fucking snowflake? <laughs> no, I didn't vote for Trump, but fuck, that don't make me a snowflake. You dick guy. God. This is the same dude who used to run teams on a cow with his best friend. He can't talk to me that way. <laughs> he told me the hardest part, the worst part about fucking cows you had to walk so far to get a kiss. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Right. Thank you. That's where the cow tipping started. Got tired of going doggy. Going to cowy. That's so fucking disgusting. I just let myself down when I'm up here sometimes. I just go home and think about myself. Then... Then I go and stand on the railroad track. And I ain't done that in a while. I'm very proud to say that. Uh, but a friend of mine did tell me if I was going to do it, to wait till it was raining, so it'd be easier to wash me off the front of the train. Now, if that ain't a real friend, I don't know what is right there. Really conscientious of what you know, what another person thinks about yourself. How you doing back there, bald fellow with a beard? You've laughed at a ton of shit tonight. I'm going to give him the number one fan for tonight. He's been laughing at all kinds of shit. He's number one fan. That means you get nothing. Nothing at all. I'm used to it. I can tell. <laughs> Sorry. That's what Craigslist for. Well, you can't even buy pussy on Craigslist no more, can you? They fucked it all up, man. I know, I know they did, man. I'm sorry. It was, I'm sorry. Your, it was your fault, too. No, 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 no. Just late and cock for sale, mail for mail. How <laughs> dare you? I, I was on there looking, so hey, whatever, you know. <laughs> I just realized you was too skinny, and if I laid off on you, it just popped right off. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. That's fucking awful. I find you three weeks later under my belly with a straw hanging out the side. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> so fucked up. But for whoever wins tonight, this here fine stand up slam first. Whatever. All y'all are very funny. I'm making a big say. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great night. Thank y'all so much. Take it
told me to help him up. He didn't say help him down. I'm sorry. Uh, my fault. Okay, rental tickets out, people. This is for the two tickets to the Project for City Wrestling event, October 13th. I'll be there. If you win, you can go ahead and shake my hand. I don't care. See me there. It's fine. Okay. You shake them up real good? Do it one more time. That's too much, that's too much. Jesus. Winning number is... You guys ready? There's no drum rolls. One, two, all right, who is it? Oh, my drum roll was too loud, apparently. Okay. It is a six, two, one, three, one. One number left, everybody's like, shit. Two! One more time! Six, two, one, three, one, two. Oh, there we go! Come on down! Woo! Everybody likes to win something. Dude, I want to go to one of these fucking wrestling shows, but I work every fucking time they have a show. That's terrible. <laughs> Call in sick. You can go with me, brother. Blow my restaurant up. All right. I've counted the balance. There was no recounts. This is not Florida. We count one time. And the winner of this crisp $50 bill in my hand. Not too crisp, really, but it's, it's real. It's a 50 and the winner of tonight's Midwest Comedy Championship, ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause for Amy Blaine! Please don't leave unless you give me like so $280 deposit on that. <laughs> 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 the US. No Filipinos made that. Not that many people were wrong. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a fantastic night. I would like to thank you all for showing up to the debut of Stand Up Slam. If you enjoyed any of your comments, please. Bother them, tell them how much you love them. They love that kind of shit. Have a good night. Thank you very much.
I'm up.